International rugby coverage on the Country Sport Breakfast is proudly brought to you by Access Solutions, elevating you and your business to a higher level. Catching up with the New Zealand Herald columnist Gregor Paul. Gee, this time last week we were wondering, Gregor, what was going to happen with the All Blacks against the Pumas in Hamilton. Did you see that one coming? Uh, maybe not quite as emphatically uh, as as they played, no. But did I see them winning? Yeah. 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 I mean, well, I mean, as confidently as you could say that with this team at the moment. But, yeah, look, I was pretty shocked that they lost the first time and would have been even more shocked if they didn't manage to bounce back with something resembling a powerful, cohesive performance. So, um, not 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 shocked at all, but quite pleasantly surprised, I suppose, at just how well they did play. It was um, you know it was accurate, it was intense, it was clinical uh, at, at a level that we haven't really seen this All Blacks yeah. team perform at so far. So, yeah, look, that that's the benchmark now, I suppose. Yeah, it is. They've set the standard. They've only got two games remaining in the championship. They're leading it. So if they can do this exactly the same against the Aussies, remain consistent, they'll be right. Yeah, big if. If they can remain <laughs> consistent. That's been, uh, I don't know how many people have said that, everybody. And that, look, that, that's really what it's boiled down to. And Ian Foster, the coach himself, has said that. That's been the, the, uh, the one thing we haven't really been able to do at all for the last 12 months is, is build on um, you know, sort of benchmark performances. We've seen them play reasonably well. And then the next week, it all sort of falls apart. So... That's definitely been the pattern this year, boom, bust, boom, bust. Uh, and now I think everybody needs to see uh, you know, a run of consistency from them and say, look, that's that's great you be Argentina, but you now need to go over to Australia and do the same to them. Hey, in actual fact, you need to kind of do that to pretty much everyone else that you play for the remainder of this year. You wrote an interesting article in yesterday's New Zealand Herald about uh, inconsistency to policing the breakdown, and it was so different from one test in Christchurch to the one in uh, in Hamilton, two different refs, and they kind of, you know, weren't consistent, were they, with the rulings? No, they weren't. And look, that, that's always been a, a bit of a battle for rugby full stop. It's not necessarily something that's jumped out of the cupboard this year and said, surprise, no. but... The variation to it is, is quite extreme. What, what we've also seen is actually a general improvement in refereeing. So some of the really frustrating things that didn't used to be penalised, like teams setting up the defensive line miles offside, chasing, you know, being able to, to close down space from an offside position when the ball's been kicked. They've, got, they've stopped that. They've actually done some really good refereeing in the last year or so to, to tighten up on that. But the breakdown has just become completely unworkable to some extent or unguessable what the referee is going to do. And the, um, the young lad in Christchurch, he, he was quite um, to the rule book. He decided he was going to rule everything. So we saw a lot of penalties. And then the Aussie guy that we got in um, Hamilton, well, he's a bit hands off and sort of like, well, you know, you guys, you sort it out, you do what you want type thing. I'll, I'll penalise the worst, but I'm not going to get too involved. And, you know, uh, and the All Blacks really struggled in Christchurch with that. Uh, and they were really happy with what they got in um, in Hamilton. And it shouldn't be like that. There should be a level of consistency that, you know, enables both teams to to play, you know, roughly the same way, you know, week to week. The breakdown is a really, it's a busy area, isn't it? There are bodies, as you wrote, there are bodies flying in. There's quick movements. And even sitting at home on the couch, you fail to understand some of the rulings. 
yeah, and look, you know, if you ever watch the game, I watched a few games with my kids, and they say, "Dad, what happened there?" And yeah. I have to say, um, "I just guess." <laughs> you know, I, just, I just make stuff up and hope that they don't really follow it that hard. But it's it's hard to know. And like, it's a really difficult area. But there's probably a level of um, kind of basic ideas that referees can be given to go into the game with. And the, and the problem is at the moment, they're all sort of being influenced by the, by the individual teams that they referee. They all get a chance to speak to the referee and they all get to say, hey, look, watch out for the other lot doing this. And we want to do this. So can you let us do that? And that, that's part of the problem is that World Rugby needs to sort of say to referees, here's the four or five core things that you need to make sure that you penalise Anything else, you can kind of, you know, cast your judgment how you feel. But we get these four or five bits right, and we all do the same mm. thing, then the game should look reasonably similar week to week. It's actually rather timely that you wrote that, column because yesterday Australian great David Campisi came out and said that he's lost patience with the modern game being over-officiated. He says the TMO has too much to say. Yeah, look, I, I mean, Campbell's not one to keep quiet, and he's often heard his views, and I wouldn't disagree, though. Um, you know, that, that's part of this problem that we have, is we also have an inconsistency with how much influence the TMO is going to have any mm. given week. Some referees are reasonably happy to make judgments based on what they see, uh, and they might occasionally use a TMO for a, for a check. You know, say, am I right when I say this? And the TMO will say, yep, other TMOs want to kind of troll through footage and find, you know, a, an incident that no one else saw four yeah. rucks ago and say, hey, you know, this guy was actually one inch offside back there. You need to penalise the try. Yeah. And that gets frustrating. I think that's what he's talking about, that we have this kind of uh, inconsistency of intrusion from them. And we need to, again, be clear who's a referee. Is it the referee? Is it the TMO? And, and encourage our referees to only really go to the TMO when, when they really need to be sure to back up what they thought they saw. Yeah, absolutely. All right, so the ABs leave on the weekend for Australia. How do you think that one's going to pan out? Uh, well, <laughs> look, uh, Australia coming off the back of a loss, so that's interesting because they'll be they'll be hurting a little bit from that, and that's good for the All Blacks because they, they're going to meet an Aussie team that's going to be a little bit fired up and under a lot of pressure to, to deliver. Um, look, uh, You'd like to think that the All Blacks get pretty close to replicating the intensity mm. and the accuracy that they that they showed the other week, and if they do, um, they always enjoy playing Australia, who you know who are a ruck and run team, who open the game up. They want to play rugby, they want to make the game fast, and that always suits the All Blacks. So, if um, you know if that's how Australia take the game to New Zealand, I think we'll see a, a good game and b probably an All Black victory on the condition that they don't make me look foolish again and they actually turn up with all the right headspace and all the right bits and pieces practice during the week to play well yeah i agree with you we're one week away next thursday night out of melbourne gregor nice to chat thank you